Welcome to She's So Lovely, the podcast. This is our third podcast series called Women of Influence, featuring genuine go-getters who create, influence, and empower women around the world. Our mission at She's So Lovely is to connect women, create friendships, and collaborate through sharing our stories. In this episode, you'll meet gorgeous twins, Beck and Marissa from Twice Blessed. They're social media marketers and fashion and lifestyle influencers. They're super relatable and so funny, and we get into the deep stuff pretty quickly. We talk about faith and challenges of being influencers, as well as their new venture into the renovation world. I can't wait for you to listen, and I hope it leaves you as encouraged as I was. Hi, Marissa, and hi, Beck. How are you guys? Good. How are you? Good, thank you. You staying warm in Melbourne? It's freezing. It is so cold. We recently just moved out to the Burbs after getting married, and we're only like 15 minutes from home, like further out, further out. But wow, it gets so <laughs> cold here. I think yesterday morning it was um, zero degrees when we woke up, which was oh my god, delightful. Mm. Yeah, it was, two, it was two degrees in the city, and I thought that was cold. So. It's so cold, that wind chill just cuts through your soul. And it's yeah. the worst because we were supposed to be overseas soon in Greece. Oh, no. So I'm like really struggling with the cold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've seen your Greece photos too from, was it last year you went or the year before? Two years ago. Yeah. Years ago. yeah. Oh my gosh, that goes so quick. And it looked amazing. I really want to go. Yeah, it was great. We, Summer in Greece is the best. Nothing better. So I think we're just going to plan it for next year instead. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Hopefully, twenty twenty one is going to be a bit better. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, tell us a little bit about yourselves. So, um, Beck and I are identical twins. Um, We've always really liked fashion, but I think that's because we are identical twins, and our mum dresses the same when we were little. So, I think we're always coordinating with our outfits. Um, But we always just generally liked fashion and styling. but then we did marketing at university and through that we really, uh, it was kind of when Instagram was really picking up and blogging was just really at its infancy and we kind of thought, why don't we just start something? A lot of our friends, even from church, would be like, you've got great style, like, can you learn to teach you how to style? Um, and a working retail at the time too. And my dad just said, just start something. Um, sell clothes online and we didn't really want to do that um and then we, we were in retail as well and my dad said to start something and we didn't want to start an online store but um we really liked the idea of styling so we started a blog when we were our last semester at university and I, I remember specifically in university we were doing a subject I can't remember what the subject was but we had to create a marketing pitch for a brand and how to grow their profile um and it wasn't necessarily social media because back then I think it was six, seven years ago. Social media wasn't even yeah. much in our marketing textbook, but we, sentence. <laughs> we started, decided to create Twice Blessed, a sort of a guinea pig of how can we implement our marketing knowledge, what we just learned in university, and how can we implement that into a brand or a business and um, grow it, and we can take that on to as a resume to we'll be working in the field in the future. Yeah, we never saw Twice Plus as like a full-time or potentially even a full-time thing. We kind of thought, give it a go as a hobby and we'll use Twice Plus um, and then use that on our resume to get a job. Because you can say, look, we've done for this business, we've grown X amount of followers, we've targeted our audience through this way yep. um, and use our marketing knowledge there and apply and then say for our resume we can get any job then because we've already done it in the real life. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and then it kind of just like took off. Um, but we were, it was quite early in the, the sense of fashion blogging and blogging, especially in Australia. I think at that time there was only two other duo creatives influences at the time, which was Tash Sefton and Elle Ferguson and they all hate us. And, um, the two sisters, how to, how to live sisters. And we were the third duo on Instagram at the time or on blogging at the time that we knew of in Australia. And I think that really helped leverage us firstly, that we were twins. So we looked very different to everyone else. Um, and we, how we did our outfits were very coordinated where mm. I'd be wearing a pattern top and Marissa would be wearing the same pattern, but in the bottoms, um, OG. And that's it embarrassing or like, not really, but fashion oh. brands loved it because <laughs> it created a really dynamic image for them to use on their socials. And so it helped us grow really quickly. Yeah, brands really wanted to believe in us and really support us because we were unique in that aspect. And that just really helped us grow and propel us mm. in our, yeah, twice plus journey, twice plus game. Yeah, that's amazing. And so with the name, did that just come to you or was that something your mum used to say? Because my husband's a twin as well and I feel like he's twice blessed. Is that right? Yes. Okay, so yes. So being twins, naturally, everyone's like, oh, double trouble. And mum was always like, no, twice the blessing. And that was like things she said her whole life. As I think before she even realized it, it was, she was declaring it over our lives that we were twice the blessing. And I think when we were thinking about a name, God just dropped that in my head. I'm like twice blessed. And then when I thought about why twice blessed, I was like, it makes so much sense because it was declared over us as Mm -hmm. children and babies. And it was such a perfect fit for our business because it really proclaimed that no, we're not double trouble. We're twice the blessing. Yeah. Yeah. Never not. Even everyone now is like, oh, who's the evil twin? I'm like, no, neither of us. Like, yeah. <laughs> no. And also, it's a, it's a great talking point. Like, people are like, why twice plus? I don't get it. And when I explain it, they're like, that's actually really beautiful. Yeah. And like, just expression of our lives. And yeah. 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 I feel like it has a lot more meaning than potentially, you know, some other Instagram <laughs> handles. Yeah. Um, I think everyone's name comes differently to them. But I think for yeah. us, it was very much so ingrained in who we are as people because when people ask, oh, what's like being a twin? I'm like, it's, a, it's, it's the biggest blessing. blessing. Yeah. Like it really is having someone else by your side that is literally just you, <laughs> but like slightly better at your, in your weaknesses and vice versa. So it's like, I think it's, it made the most sense for us and it was a God-given name to us and declared over us as a business or also us as individuals and as a duo. So yeah. I think it just, um, it just made the most sense. It did. Yeah, no, it really obviously suits you both, <laughs> and I love it. Um, as you know, as influential women, um, you know, on and off social media, uh, what is your message to your followers, or what is your heart towards your followers? I think for us, our heart has always been people. Mm-hmm. Um, we, even before starting Twice Blessed, we just love people and connecting with people. Yeah. To why we're so good at retail because we love building relationships. And yeah. um, I think that comes as so linked into our business. We just want to connect and we want to build relationship. And so people know that they love, they're worthy yeah. in that. And so, and, you know, there's times we think, oh, we're not really doing this. What, how are we implementing, you know, this in our business? But we don't realize that people just love that they can message us on Instagram and we'll always respond or yeah. there's a comment and we'll always respond. And that's very rare in Instagram these days. There are so many influencers that even we're friends with and we'll DM them like, Hey girl, blah, blah, blah. And we'll never get a response. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm like, 
Ouch, that hurts. hurts. And I think our our heart is just to create relationships, even if it's as simple as responding to a DM or just creating engagement with our audience. That's so important for us because we're not celebrities. We're normal people and we love to connect with people in a real and tangible way. Yeah, I think I I completely agree with what you're saying, I think. And that's definitely ingrained through our faith. Also, like we're Greek as well. We are relational people just as individuals and our culture just really instills that. Mm. But we honestly just love people. And I think that's people say that really like casually these days. We honestly really, really love people. Like the best part of our day, not really at the moment because we're inside constantly, but like if we're out in the street and someone stops us like, oh, you're from twice, let's kind of chat to you. Like that is like the... Like the awesome. biggest honour, first of all, someone would recognise, but also feel comfortable to want to talk to us. They know that we're nice and we're kind and we want to talk to them too. And that's so special. Like, that's like the most humbling part of it because, again, we're not celebrities. We just mm. we see ourselves as just normal people who just have an amazing platform. We've been blessed with that platform. But when people drop us on the street saying, oh, my God, I love you or I follow you or at Fashion Week, people are like, can I get a photo? I'm like, yes, because that's I'm just a normal person. But the fact yeah. that you like like me enough to want to engage with me in real life is really cool and I think we've always seen that in this Instagram kind of like industry everyone's like numbers focused how many followers do you have or your likes whatever we kind of always say that every individual follower is a person who has a soul that needs to be touched by the love of Christ yeah maybe touched by love hope joy and if we can just be a small vessel the people can see who Jesus really is by our actions and by us really honestly, earnestly loving people, then I, I could die happy. Like we have done in our job, or if it might be small on the big scale of things, if someone could look at our platform or reach out to us and be like, wow, they're genuine and they really care yeah. beyond more than just like, oh, what outfit should I wear? Beyond, they actually really care. Yeah. I think we've done our job really Absolutely. well. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think that's so important today that you are more than an outfit on Instagram, you know, because there is just so much going on. Um, yeah. The fact that um, people would would feel comfortable coming up to you in the streets just shows how genuine you girls are. Um, and that, I think that's really important because, you know, I've been to, I lived in Sydney for a number of years and I've been to... Um, <laughs> Fashion Week. Sorry, I couldn't yeah. remember what it was called. Um, and I was scared. I was like walking around and like, I'm intimidated, you know, because yeah. we're seeing all these, uh, I guess we see this picture perfect world on Instagram. And if you don't have that realness behind it or, you know, the stories really help too, you know, showing who you really are. Um, yeah, it's intimidating. Um, yes. And you feel like they're not real people, you know. And yeah. even for us, like, we get so intimidated going to fashion. Like, even after seven years doing it, still going, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm so nervous. Like, because all the time people will still ignore us or, like, there are other influencers who are a different level of us and they'll ignore us or they were at our level and now they've skyrocketed off and they're like, pleb, don't talk to me. Yeah. And it's intimidating for us because it's also still nerve-wracking. Like, yeah. I, we were in um, London last year. It's a blogger that I, we follow called Tamara from Glam and Glitter, and I followed her for, like, 10 years and uh she was right in front of me and she, just, she just started following us maybe like a month before we had over there and I was like oh my god she's following us wow this is amazing and then I was right in front of me and I was like back do I say hi I'm so nervous and I was like I'm, I'm like the pansy I'm like no you can do it I'm not gonna say anything and I was like tomorrow hi it's Marisa from Twice she's like oh my and she's really beautiful she's a very beautiful also she's a wog as well so for us like it's great she's like oh my god give me a massive hug she's like, so nice to finally meet you how are you are you going through all fashion weeks and I was like but I was, she's normal. She's a human. Yeah. But I underst- we understand that kind of like, I've seen you 
through yeah. screen my whole life and now you're here in real life it's quite confronting and quite like it's overwhelming it's yeah. very weird kind of thing to be confronted with but um yeah we go through it it can be intimidating yeah, yeah. so everyone listening if you see them in the street they're not going to hi <laughs> always say hi we are always happy to stop and chat you'll get a hug i can guarantee it probably yeah. huggers right i love it um Great. So with the type of influence that you guys have, um, you know, does that come with pressure? Like you've got like 150,000 people Mm. looking at you. Like, do you feel pressure with that or do you just, yeah. yeah. I think absolutely, especially with what's happened in 2020 across in Australia and across the world. Um, we have felt a lot of pressure because sometimes like we're not kind of people who just quickly say something and be like, Oh, that's done. Like we, I don't mean person. I need to take time to absorb information and really understand how I'm feeling before I relay information or communicate things like with the bushfires and stuff in Australia. Like I've struggled to wrap my head around it being in Melbourne and just being so overwhelmed and confronted what was happening. And it took us a few days to like post something or like start sharing donation pages because I was just so confronted and overwhelmed. I need time to process, but we got backlash for that. People like you didn't post fast enough and people like, how dare you not post these or post that. But it's hard because we're all going through our own journey to understand and process information. I think Instagram is so quick to lash out and judge based on what they think is right rather than yeah. what you, how you go through and I things. When we say there's, we have, there's pressure that we go through, it's not in a sense of like um, we don't really struggle too much with like, you know, uh, physical pressures of like oh, we have to look a certain way because we're very confident in who we are and who God's called us to be. So there's, obviously we have our own insecurities we go through, but we're very confident that God's called us to be who we are, we're feeling one of the May, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But there's more social pressure. There's more social pressure and I think more it comes from the fact that there isn't enough grace in this industry People are really quick to have cancel culture or judge and it's not so much um, allowing people to listen and understand. It's more of like I'm listening to respond rather than listen to understand. And that's all we yeah. kind of struggle with. Mm-hmm. A lot of things we don't um, share, even some of our opinions we don't share publicly. I mean, people who know us obviously know those, um, you know, uh, what we stand for, but mm-hmm. sometimes we don't share publicly just because we know that it's not going to gain anything. It's going to further divide or challenge just not be a healthy More place. Or be a productive, productive conversation. A conversation because people aren't willing to listen to understand. They're willing. They want to listen to respond and have their opinion, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, glorified. So that's mm-hmm. that can be really challenging. But we try and navigate with discernment um, in everything we do. And um, during COVID, someone was like, I think we posted about because like, in March we lost eighty percent of our business basically overnight. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember posting about it. I'm like, that's really scary. Like I know everyone's going through stuff and we're also going through it, you know, and someone was like, how dare you complain when people have, are losing their jobs? I'm like, we are also I'm like, yeah, we job. also lost our job. She's like, yeah, but you earn more than other people do. I'm like, yes, but I still have lost my job just because I might earn a different number. doesn't mean that it doesn't impact me the same. Um, I'm like, we're all scared and struggling. And so people just think that people assume that we're loaded. We're not. We live in Ringwood North. In Ringwood, man. Like, we bought together because all we could afford. You know what I mean? Like, people just assume that because we're glamorized on Instagram that we're loaded, we spend our money. But when I think that also alongside that, people assume that they have a right to comment on your life mm-hmm. when, uh, or comment a right to judge your life just because it's public, which I don't agree with. Mm-hmm. You have a right to question and a right to ask questions, which we are happy to respond to, but you have no right to judge my life or come with a critique of my life based on the snippet you see on social media. Based on a photo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Mm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And yeah, I totally agree with definitely taking time to think about what you post before you post it, what you say before you say it. And yeah, I'm, yeah, with everything that's going on right now, people are pressuring people to post something, anything. And, and I think for some people, some people aren't even on social media. Um, and I think we need to be acknowledging that, you know, life goes on outside of social media and that, you know, we can be having conversations in our homes that people aren't seeing and we can be doing things, you know, outside of social media. So totally agree with that. And, you know, not uploading something just for the sake of it. And then there's a whole heap of arguments. Um, so I, I, yeah, I don't envy that part of your business because I know that would be really tough. Um, but yeah, you seem like you're strong and you know who you are and yeah, maybe we can strong enough conviction. So like I'm more than happy to discuss something you don't agree with because I know that what we stand firm on yeah. is the ones that I haven't formed an opinion yet or haven't formed an, a clear understanding that but I struggle with. There's people who come at us just to attack and they have, no matter what you say back, they'll just come back with something else. And so you're just like, I'm not going to entertain this conversation knowing that no matter what I say, you will still come back with something that you feel is right. So there's the odd occasion to get those conversations. I'm like, you know what? It's just not worthwhile even going into to anger you even further. Just it's, in, it's in Proverbs, don't chat with fools sometimes you're just gonna start <laughs> a conversation you're like nothing's gonna change here and i said i will just be blessed have a great day yeah <laughs> i love that it's great let's talk a little bit more about your faith um yeah. you know it's part of who you are it's also yeah. part of your brand so can you tell me a little bit more about that um and you know how you go about that with your brand um, I think so, obviously twice plus it, as it stands, declares that over our lives. So mm-hmm. for us, I guess, creating a business that about something we're passionate about in our fashion, um, it only makes sense to include our faith. Like where we see ourselves, we're not Christian bloggers. We're fashion bloggers who love Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so that's our main goal with fashion bloggers, but we also love Jesus and we can never have that separate from ourselves because it's so intrinsically linked in our DNA. I think being raised Christian, but also, you know, giving our lives to Jesus when we're like in our teens, you can't separate that just yeah. like you can't separate us being identical twins. We can't separate our DNA of with Jesus. And so mm-hmm. it's so linked to who we are and our identity that we could never create something about our identity and not include that. Yeah, absolutely. It, 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 make, it would make no sense for us. And I think in our business being open Christians in terms of like, you know, being public Christians, even in our bio saying ambassadors Jesus Christ, that's caused a lot of, not because of controversy, but that's caused a lot of people not to want to work with us because they're Christian. Um, and we've had people say, oh, but what the link in their bio, it's just, oh, it's a bit awkward. Or like, oh, but they are really Christian-y. I don't know if we'd want to work with them. And I'm kind of like, well, that's first of all, not right. But second of all, I would rather not work with someone because they don't want to be a Christian. I'm not going to change. Someone said to us once, oh, if I took out that link in their, um, the description, the phrase in that bio, we consider work with them. them. And I was like, but but I'd still be no less Christian. I'd still love Jesus no less, but because it's Mm -hmm. declared publicly, it's an issue. So we've, but I just don't care enough. Like, I mean, Jesus is the most important thing in our lives. So it's like, I couldn't give two hoots if, you don't want to work with us, we're not Christian. And we, we knew that going into this that we receive the level of persecution, whether it's obvious or not, whether it's discrimination, discrimination, or not. discrimination brands being like, we don't want to work with you, 
for some odd reason, but we know it's because we're Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, like we knew that would happen and we don't care. Like we're not going to change who we are, who God called us to be mm-hmm. to fit into a mold that Instagram wants. And yeah. so and the thing is, oh, we were, we're not here to be promoted by the world. We're not here to be promoted and get all these followers for the world's sake. We're here to be promoted by Christ and he will promote us when the right time is because we're diligently serving him and we're saying, God, we're faithful with what you've given us and we're going to honour the followers you've given us. And if God wants to take us a different place, then great, but we're not here just to get followers and work with top-tier brands for our glory. Like, I don't care. I don't care at working with Gucci because I get a Gucci bag. I couldn't care. Um, but if I could work with someone who honours God and they can see people you know, transformed by his love, then like, great, done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I think too about like, you know, it has to be a mutual respect, you know, you respect them as a brand and then they respect you as your brand. Um, yes. And as you said, it's who you are and it's a part of who you are. So yeah, I love that you girls stand, um, stand up for what you believe in and you don't shy away from that because you wouldn't be who you are, you know, if if you didn't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. 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 Yeah. Like, you know, why would you want to be the same as everyone else? So. So true. Um, so as we've been talking, obviously it's so obvious that you're, I said it again, obvious, but anyway, it is obvious <laughs> <laughs> that you are authentic, real and honest. And I believe, you know, these are crucial when you're any type of influencer or brand owner. Um, yeah. You'd agree with that, yeah? Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's really important, like, because fakery, you get it caught out so quickly. And I think that, like, if people can't criticize you for at least being honest, at least being real, yeah. like, you may have, we have faults, so many faults, but at least we're honest about it. Like, I think the worst thing you can do as a Christian, but just in general, is pretend you've got it all together. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's so unattainable and that's so far-fetched that it makes people feel worse about themselves yeah i feel like if especially on social media like if you portray yourself in a life that's actually not your real life like oh i'm always carrying my head-to-toe designer outfits or this is what i'm wearing all the time i'm working with these amazing brands you're actually doing more damage to your audience than you think because they think that i have to achieve this or i have to be able to work with dior to feel worthy and i think Mm -hmm. that's so against what we believe because we don't care about the brands we work with, the clothes we wear. Yes, we like nice clothes and we're blessed we can afford nice clothes, but we, that doesn't define us. That doesn't yeah. give us worth, you know. And I think as it comes down to we're very passionate about people knowing where their worth lies and where their value lies. And it's because, you know, Solomon says everything's fleeting. Everything's chasing to the wind. Like, you know, wealth chasing to the wind, like fashion, clothes, whatever, your skinniness, like your beauty, that's all going to fade. That's not going to end the day. What comes back down to it is like your worth in God. And, you know, that's what we're really passionate about being authentic because we are so flawed. We have so many faults and we, um, I'm more confident in sharing those with our audience so that they can be free and set free from their own faults. You know, they're consumed by, oh, I'm not good enough because, you know, I'm still renting or I'm not good enough because this. And it's like, you know, if we share our struggles or our experiences, that's going to allow someone to be set free from their own feeling of not, not being worthy as well. Yeah. That's why, I mean, first of all, that's just who we are as people, um, but we're more intentional about being really authentic because of that. Mm-hmm. Really yeah. And set people free and make them feel more confident in their weaknesses and be okay with that as well. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't have an influence on Instagram necessarily, or if Instagram 
is gone tomorrow. Yeah. You know, you've got who you are and you've got what you stand on. So without yes. Instagram, with Instagram, you know. I'm not, not changing that aspect. Yeah. Is, I think um, what you're worth, where you hold your worth. Yeah. So true. Yeah. yeah. Um, now some fun things because I love, <laughs> not that this wasn't fun, but I love <laughs> renovations. I'm oh obsessed with everything renovations. Yeah, so much fun. What shows are your favourite? I love okay, a TV called, show called Restored by the Fords and it's brother and sister and her name is Leanne Ford and she's the coolest interior designer I've ever seen. It's kind of like not rustic-ish because she's still American, but she's obsessed with mid-century modern. Oh, like yeah. she does like floor-to-ceiling marble splashback and it's just insane. Like her yeah. style is incredible. I love her, but like I love Chip, Chip and Joanna Gage. She's so funny. <laughs> Amazing. And they're, they're such a good combo. They're and they so love Jesus, together. which is awesome. But, so, yeah. but I guess in a more Australian sense, um, I like watching The Block. Yeah. Um, actually, secretly, we want to apply for The Block. Right. Uh, Do it. We want to. Um, <laughs> Sick. So if anyone from The Block is listening, hit us up. Hit us up. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like we just – like all the home reno shows you like watching are like American, American ones. But also we were just raised – um, I think being European, it is very much so like paint a wall, do it yourself. You know, tile your kitchen, do it yourself. So yeah. like I think we were always raised. Our parents, um, we renovated our, our old family home, we renovated that twi- uh, twice, I think. And then our family home currently, we renovated as well. Which I say it's a joke and everyone laughs at me, but it's actually serious. Our weekends, more kids, mm-hmm. we're going to open inspections and looking at auction houses, just looking at like for, going to people's houses and just looking, Oh, what's this paint color they've used? Oh, that's like, that's really nice. Or like, and we're going really, to auction houses. It really bonded us as a Greek family. I know. And, and I, now I wonder why subconsciously I just, I'm obsessed with knowing like these things because we'll like, every week yeah. our family out here would go to auction houses, looking at different auctions, like different furniture antiques, or we'd go to open inspections looking at having a sticky beak. What kind of pool size do they have here? Oh, that's really nice. I've done that walk in row. Like that's, what we did and um so there's no wonder why we, we love really enjoy it now yeah. really have um a, like a, a big subconscious, subconscious passion yeah i really love it yeah i've love i'm loving that it's come out and you've started your instagram we heart home yes yeah. loving it have you yeah. seen yeah. to the chateau it's a little bit more yes. oh, but she, is, so good. she oh. is so kooky but oh my gosh, her well, design too. Like the way that they live sustainably and stuff just makes me. Oh, I just like oh. it's honestly like I love her. Like she's so cool, and just the way she creates the ideas is insane. Like when they did that bathroom, the boudoir bathroom with like yeah. the black tile and the, the gold yes. grout, grout. I was yeah. like, damn, that's amazing. Like Catherine, and then he just executes it. It's so, they're just oh. the cutest. I love. He's so funny. I love him. That's a very very good show. But I love like renovation love. Yeah, and I love that they're older. Like they started when they were older, but they're still like kicking it. Like they're just doing so well, and like they keep developing more business. And yeah, it's awesome. I love it. Um, but yeah, tell us a little about your um your new Instagram and your new business venture. We started as like just like a, a outlet just to have our like home inspiration I stuff. Because it was renovating at the yeah, time. We, we started, started it like a while ago. Maybe actually. this time last year. But maybe we didn't really like promote it at all. We just like wanted to have like our own like 
in Instagram, Pinterest board, like just yeah. adding stuff on. And I think it was just, yeah, like it's just a way of just like sharing our inspo, what we loved. And then I think when we did the bunning stuff, like the, your went isolation, went isolation, like, we were just... like, let's start this up again. I think it's going to be really good for us. And I think something that we do really naturally, but just to actually document on Instagram and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it kind of just grew when we did the um, your interior yeah, paint project wall, yeah. and then we did the exterior paint job. Um, and then I was like, hang on, let's just do it on TikTok as well because TikTok be going viral for like the before and afters. And I, being an influencer, I have documented my whole renovation from start to finish. Like every single stage, I have like 900 videos on my phone. I've never posted on Twice Blessed. And so I started compiling them all. And they went viral. I think one of them got like 18,000 views on TikTok. The other one's got like 18,000. So, like, it's been good. So, like, and our audience is really engaged. I think as well, our audience are growing with us. And we're 28 now. We started this when we were like, you know, 21. Um, So, but our audiences are growing with us. So now, like, we're in the second life stage of being married now, having a home or like looking for houses kind of thing. And our demographic, our followers are. 25 35 plus that are that similar kind of age bracket of like thinking about interiors and thinking about investing into purchasing a home so i think um we've as we've grown our followers of brands and when we're talking about interiors and you know renovating people like oh i'm doing the same thing yeah we kind of like hit the nail on the head even with my house right now like i didn't do any like brand collab stuff except i worked with reese on a project like they um, we collaborated on like my fixtures and fittings, my bathroom and kitchen, and they were like, "Hey, we're trying to come and film it after it's all done." And people like we get a bit DMs and like, "Hey, so you guys on the race Instagram page it looks so good." And from there, Bunnings wanted to work with us. I mean, we're getting a lot more like home stuff, stuff like traditional home brands wanting to work with us, which we are really surprised with. But the response has been phenomenal. Like, I guess we always go to Bunnings anyway. So, like, for us, it was I'm a slave for Bunnings. Always. And so all the time. for us, it was a natural partnership. And she was like, it just looks so organic on your page. I'm like, yes, it's because I am always at Bunnings. <laughs> That's why it looks because I'm always at Bunnings. Um, but it just it has become a real natural progression for us, and it's been re- it's received a, really, really well. I want to explore more, too. I think yeah. I, I posted yesterday Instagram stories that um, I really want to do an interior design course, like a short course. Um, and actually design school emailed us. So like, Hey, we'd love for you to be part of the course. Um, Jess and I think it's, um, she's on, she's on the block originally. Um, and she's like, we'd love to be part of the design school masterclass. I just want to learn more about it because if we want to explore more and do like interior designing or interior styling off as a service, I want to have some kind of like, you know, credentials, credentials, more understanding about it. So it's an area that we're really looking at more so in going towards rather than fashion's really fun. I love that. But rather doing fashion styling and more fashion stuff, do more interior styling and interior stuff. So yeah, that's I think great. I mean, having like lots of little avenues, I think yes. is a great business move. I mean, you know, not just having one thing to focus on, like yes. you know, something, you know, I don't know, Instagram goes or something. I'm not saying it will, but with that, starting a brand, obviously we've now started two kind of can you give like a couple of tips and tricks or um, if someone wants to start a brand but they're just not sure or they're not believing in themselves, do you have any like simple, yeah, tricks? From a marketing perspective, um, the first thing to do is just establish what your brand's going to look like. I think the real practical, like it sounds boring, but just like what is your brand? Who is are it, they? Is it you, you as a, pers- a person, like your in, your likes, your interests, your hobbies, your style, or is it like 
our home account is it something that you're passionate about but it's not necessarily about you mm-hmm. um that's so important because it establishes your niche or your your target market and i yeah. think from real practical like you're removing yourself from it it's so important to have that rather than going in as a wishy-washy sort of brand because there's so many accounts out there it's so saturated you need to have a really strong branding really yeah. strong niche like i'm going to come in and i'm going to be a monochrome blogger like everyone was seven yeah. years ago. Or whatever it is. Because and we that still are. <laughs> we have not changed. Have changed. Um, well, if you scroll back far enough, there's lots of colour. I would suggest you don't do that. But <laughs> stay to the past year or so. But um, I think when you're starting a brand, it's so, so important to say know who you are, I think. Or your um, brand is. Or your brand is. Um, because you can target your audience much better because of that. Like, for example, like our home account, we're not going to be targeting 18-year-olds. Yeah. They don't. They most likely do not own their own home. They most likely cannot renovate their own home. That doesn't yeah. make sense. So our home account really is targeted towards like 25 plus or even like 30 plus um, who are looking at investing in good furniture, good quality materials. And so we, we target our content towards those people. So that makes sense for them. Yeah. And like someone, in our, someone who's 35 looking at our home account isn't going to want to see like pink fluffy slippers. That doesn't make they sense. They might, but they might, but also might not. But like, and then also, <laughs> if you're developing a brand that's like a product-based brand, what we always like to say is um, try and personify it. So, say if it's you know a body scrub, like say Frank Body, for example, mm-hmm. they personified their brand so well, where Frank was a guy, cheeky. Yeah like bit like sexual and racy, but he was cheeky and like pushed boundaries and that really personified their language and how they did their captioning, how they did their wording, how they did their marketing around it. And that was such an incredible marketing tool for them because Frank was a person. Mm-hmm. Frank became a person, not just a scrub. Yeah. I think that's yeah. so important for a product to personify and create, I guess, a personality, yeah. whether it's cheeky or silly or fluffy and or funny. uplifting, empowering, whatever that thing is that you, your brand or you embody, use that and, all your touch points should point back to that. Yeah. So, like, if you are, like, empowering, then all your messaging, captioning, photos have to be that same thing to really, like, lift that and make it really unified and together. So that's what I would definitely say. Look at who your brand is or what it is and try and personify it with a few words and stick to those core things. And all your content, captioning, whatever, should just always draw back to that. Yeah. 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 That's a great way to explain it. Really, really good. And um, I think if we could just end on um, a little bit of encouragement for everyone at the moment, everyone is saturated on social media at the moment um, with Black Lives Matter, um, coronavirus, with, you know, everything that's going on. And I think, yeah, like we were talking about before, people are feeling pressure to post something, people are feeling pressure to acknowledge it, which which we definitely do, and it is a serious issue. Um, what can you say to people feeling a bit overwhelmed? Is there anything that you might have, yeah, encouragement for being an influencer? I think I think personally what I did, again, because we're definitely overwhelmed. Like Super we overwhelmed. are thinkers and it overwhelms us. I think what I personally did was stepped off social media and just shut my phone off and played praise and worship, just wanted to get in the word and just feel the Holy Spirit and feel really relaxed and just unwind and let God help me decode what I was going through mm-hmm. my mind. And then also just like I literally just stepped away and sat on TV. I'm okay, I'm going to just at my own pace educate myself. I watched Netflix documentaries. I watched some TV shows that really helped me understand what was going on in America and the gravity of what was happening. And it helped me at my own time process things mm-hmm. rather than having the noise of social media around me or the news constantly being like bang, 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 yeah. more things happening. And it allowed me at my own time to 
you know, in my safe space at home to understand what was happening. Yeah, I think that's really, really good. I mean, I'd add, add for me what I do is um, I just get into the Word of God, which is what Beck was saying as well. But, like, I think that's the most important thing because he's going to give us peace. Yeah. So I feel like when all this stuff's happening in the news, I get so overwhelmed. My soul is at unrest and I feel yeah. so just overwhelmed and just that stress. And when I get into the Word of God, God gives me peace. And it's not that he makes the issues irrelevant, but he puts them in perspective of who he is. Mm-hmm. And he puts them in perspective of how majestic and powerful and mighty he's above everything he is. And it reminds me that God, you're still in control. And that's a really powerful thought and understanding to grab, to, to grab hold of that regardless of the chaos. Cause this world is absolutely chaotic. And literally I always say y'all need Jesus, but really the world needs so much Jesus. Um, but I get into the word of God and just, literally shut off the noise and God reminds me I'm still in control. I've never failed anyone. I haven't failed you yesterday, today, tomorrow. I never will. I'm in control. I've got this in my little chaotic right now, but with the enemy into evil, God will always turn for good. Mm. And I just kind of like think about that. And then as what Beck said, educate myself, apply knowledge that I'm reading and researching to formulate sound biblical understanding of what might be going on because mm. um, there's so many great opinions out there, but I don't really care about God's opinion, to be honest. Um, and then I go off that and that gives me peace. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's an important thing. And it might be, if you're not faith-based, it might be going for a surf or it might be getting out into nature, going for a walk, whatever that is for you that gives you clarity and peace. I might be going for a run, even though I don't, I don't think we run, that's weird. But like, if you like running, that might be your thing. We're not runners. We're not obviously. runners. Um, but whatever that thing is, it allows you just to really strip back and be with yourself and understand your thoughts through that. Because it's really important not to get sucked into this perpetual, like, social black noise hole of social media. Because it is just noise. A lot of it, it's great noise. But a lot of it as well is just added noise that is really, like, meaningless. Mm-hmm. So I think get, get out of it, get out of your head, go for a run, walk, get into the word of God, whatever that thing is for you to really strip back and just advice to post information is really important. Yeah. yeah. Great. Thank you so much, girls. Thank you so much for Thank coming. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and stay tuned for our next episode on Women of Influence. And if you're not already, please join the She's So Lovely community on Instagram or Facebook. Then head over to our website and check out our blogs, Solo and Nurture.